This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Most women that are raped are raped by someone they know. Uncle, teacher, aunt, step-parent, co-worker, sibling, partner, or friend. Hi, welcome to Girls Like Us. This is Venus and Charlotte. Um, the purpose of our podcast is to inform, educate, support girls like us, minorities. We have a voice and shouldn't be doubted nor questioned. We also want to bring awareness to our communities and make this a topic of conversation so we can either help our friends or ourselves. We need to stand together, not against each other. So do you want to begin giving your backstory? So my name is Charlotte. Let me tell you a little bit about myself just so you can get familiar of who I am. Um, I'm 43 years old. I was born here in Chicago in Inglewood, which, as of you know, is a rough part of the city, but I'm proud of it. Um, growing up in Inglewood, it's kind of been a little difficult just because you get stereotyped of where you're from. Um, just because you're from there does not make you the person that you are today. Um, I work in the automotive and um, also a variety of other things. And um, I'm currently in a relationship. And ever since uh, the whole incident happened, it just caused a little bit of struggle. And later on, we will talk more about that. But that's just a little bit of myself right now. Um, my name is Venus. I am 29. I was actually not born here. I was born in Mexico. And I came here when I was 8 years old. And I was first residing in Pilsen, and then we moved to back of the yards. And as Charlotte stated, it is rough because people want to judge you as a minority and as a woman. Um, you know, we struggle as a minority to just overcome all that and try to better ourselves. I've been in the automotive industry for eight years now. Before that, I did retail. I am not in a relationship. I just left a seven-year relationship about a couple months ago, maybe. And even with that, this has been this incident has been a struggle just with people around me and how it changes and affects your your views on people around you and how you start moving around certain people. So the purpose of this podcast is to give self-awareness of this rape thing that a lot of people would like to be taboo about and not talk about it. We're here to help people who don't have a voice or who are afraid to speak on it. I never called it rape, and survived is the right word. Rape is a life-threatening experience. Don't try to tough it out alone. Getting help is not a sign of weakness. In the long run, talking to someone about the rape will give you greater strength and help you recover more quickly and more completely. Um, this quote comes actually from a book that was written in 1994, and I know it's a very, very long time ago, but I think it's very good research. It's called, I Never Called It Rape by Robin Warshaw. And a couple of the topics that we are going to be trying to address in this podcast will be a couple definitions, like a definition of rape, a couple facts, Experiences at the hospital, experiences with friends and families, what the experience was at work, 
the feelings that you go through during and after um, the aftermath, where to seek help, sexual assaults and drugs, how people tend to lean to drugs when they're dealing with this, stories of people who've been through similar situations, what to look for in a person who's dealing with this, why speak about it, because a lot of people don't want to talk about it, how it affects you personally, how it goes non-reported so many times, how it affects your relationships. So you're probably wondering, like, how did we come together And <laughs> this? Because we actually work together in the same industry, so we've known each other for a couple years. And this will be later on as to, like, how this happened to us and how it affected us and why we decided to speak on about it because I think we're not highly represented in the outside world because we are minorities, because we are women of color, and we're not white, blue-eyed, running through the park, and this happened. Like, and I don't think a lot of people are aware of this, which actually comes into this article that you pointed out this morning, mm -hmm. and then I ended up reading it, about a teenager that was accused of rape, and I guess the judge said that he needed leniency because he came from a good family. Mm -hmm. And it just goes to show you how America works today. Yes. So double standard. Because had this been of a different race, it would have definitely been handled differently. And not only that, um, the judges, I guess, quotes during the argument, and how he defined rape, how he defined rape and sexually uh, assault. He said that... Um, let me see if I can find it. Where he said that when you're raped, it's from a... It's something like you're a held at gunpoint or, <laughs> or with a knife or something. That was his definition of what rape would consist of. And this is what he said. He said, the traditional case of rape generally involved two or more males using a gun or weapon to corner a victim into an abandoned house, shed or shack and just simply taking advantage of the person, as well as beating the person and threatening the person. And this is coming from a judge. And how this girl was assaulted, she was, I believe, at a party. Mm -hmm. And I think they were, like, having a sleepover. I want to say it seemed like they were having, like, a lockdown at school. Mm -hmm. And they drank, and they went to the basement, and she was so out of it, so... I mean, they didn't have guns because they're in a school. Right. So I guess that made it okay. In the judge's eyes, it made it mm -hmm. okay that this happened. Not only did he rape her, he recorded the whole incident, and he was like, my first time being raped. Like, it's just insane. Mm-hmm. He, he, and then the, the judge um, said that he questioned the fact whether or not this young lady was intoxicated to the point that she didn't understand what was going on. He also tried to blame the victim, which we will see a lot of that. Um, he had said something along the lines that how dare she uh, press charges when he came from a good family, a good school, and his testing was excellent. So not only was he going to be able to go to a good school, he was going to be able to go to, like, a perfect school, and she was ruining this for him because she decided to press charges mm -hmm. against them, which 
makes you think that the victim shouldn't be blamed because she didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. She sat here and said, this is what happened to me. And I think they didn't even listen to her till I think after... He had passed the video yeah, around for how long? Passed the video along because until that, nothing was being done about the situation. And I think it, he, I'm not sure if she confronted him or he had been confronted and he denied it. Mm -hmm. But at that point, he shouldn't have even been confronted because he was in the video. That should have been enough whether he was spreading it or not. Mm -hmm. And I know because they're minors, that alone was pretty much called, um, um, child pornography yes so that should have been one of the charges but this judge decided that it was the girl's fault right and this is what happens so many times the victim gets blamed for what happened she's questioned on it why were you there why did you do that and no one is taking responsibility for what has happened to that person yes um they were trying to try him as an adult, and he did not okay that. He said that this was not, um, this was a childish interpretation. And he also stated that when the guy, uh, when the, the kid sent the video around saying when your first time is raped, when, um, he said that that was just boys being boys with they're friends, so right. it's okay for you to joke about rape. It's mm -hmm. okay for you to talk like that. This is what he said. Um, he said the boy's actions were not sophisticated or predatory and dismissed GMC's text message as just a 16-year-old kid saying stupid crap to his friends. So if this is what we're teaching our children, that it's okay at this point in your life, mm -hmm. what makes it not okay when you're 18, 21, 26? for you to address this. So this is just a little introduction about ourselves so you guys can get acquainted with us. Um, we are planning on dropping uh, every Thursday. And just make sure that you tell your friends, you share with your family, just because it hasn't happened to you doesn't mean that it hasn't happened to someone around you that doesn't want to speak about it or isn't fully prepared. But it is nice to know that there are other people out there that have gone through the same experience as you. Mm -hmm. And we're also be talking about things to look out for um, and things not to do just to better make you safe or things that you take advantage of and that you really don't think about. We're just going to enlighten you on those things as well. Um, you can go ahead and follow us on IG at Girls Like Us. And also, if you have any questions or you want to talk to us about some things, you can also email us at Girls Like Us. 619 at gmail.com so yes we will be dropping every thursday so please follow us check us out if you have anything any feedback please contact us thank you so you can find us on ig at underscore girls dot like dot us also you can email us at girls like us 619 at gmail.com